Okay, today we're going to share with you something from the Briskarov. Yeah, you know the Briskarov? You know how great the Briskarov was? They say when he was, before he passed away, he brought his son and he told his son everything he did from the age of five. He was able to remember. And he said from there there was like no sin, basically. I'm saying, uh, it's like, uh, I saw it in one of the Sefer. Lorenz writes it down in his Sefer. How he told his son from the age of five everything that he was, what he did throughout his life. He, he was going on like how Tahor and how Kadosh the Briskarov was. Now, there was once a fellow, he came to the Briskarov, and to be honest, he did something, something very, 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 very not good. Something like extremely not good. He ruined something, tremendous, tremendous ruin. So he told the briskerov, was it that bad? What should I do with this, that? The briskerov told him as like this. He says, there was once a wagon driver, you know, wagon drivers, you know. And there was another fellow, he wanted to get into the business of driving a wagon. You know, a horse and buggy. So he went, he told the people, told the town, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So all the other people that were involved in the business of horse and buggy, they got like nervous a little bit. Oh, this guy's going to come. It's another competition that we have for us. It's another competition. So what did he do? So the people, they went to tell the chief wagon driver, what should we do? So he says, who's the guy? This is the guy. He says, okay, no problem. As the chief wagon driver, I'll go speak to the guy, convince him not to be part of this new business adventure of wagon driving. And the fellow went, speaks to this guy, he says, listen, as the chief wagon driver of the town, I'd like to know, why do you want to be a wagon driver? He says, listen, this, that, he starts telling him the whole thing. And now, mind you, the chief wagon driver has to make sure he doesn't get into the business because there's more competition. So he ends like this. He says, I'll ask you one question. And if you get it right, I know you know how to drive your wagon. If you don't get it right, then how are you going to be a driver? So what's the question? So what happens if you have people in the wagon, you're driving you and the horses, and it's the middle of the night, and you get stuck in the mud? So I get stuck in the mud. I'll take my whip and I'll hit the horse very hard. Says, very good. But let's say if you get very stuck in the mud, that even whipping your horse won't even help. He says, then I'll get out and I'll push. As I whip the horse, I'll also push the wagon. Says, what if you're such stuck in the mud that doesn't help either? He says, then I'll tell the passengers that's with me, get out of the wagon. And push with me to get out of the mud. And he says, and what if you're so stuck in the mud that even the passengers can't even help you and there's nobody around? What do you do? He starts thinking. He says, you're right. If I'm so stuck in the mud, I don't know what I'll do. So the chief wagon driver says, and you want to take people and put them in danger? How can you do that? says, you're right. I guess I can't be a wagon driver. 
So he says, that's right. So as they're departing, the guy says to the chief wagon driver, wait, 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 but tell me, what's the answer? What do you do if I get stuck in the mud? That, that way I can't get out. He said, as the chief wagon driver, I'll tell you the answer. The answer is, a person doesn't get stuck in the mud. Meaning to say, meaning to say you got to be careful from the beginning where you're driving. Says it's a lesson to us in life. You know, in life, nobody wants to get stuck in the mud. You got to make sure prior not to get stuck. You know, sometimes you have a parent, you have a, 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 a um, parents, they come, husband and wife, they come to, to, to get advice. My son, uh, he's 17, 18 years old, he's on drugs and he's on this and he's on that and he has earrings, he has a pony, he has this, he has that. So what should I do? What could I do? It happened to be there was somebody came over to me said that his, her, his son, 14-year-old son, hit his mother. And now the mother wants to come and know, Rabbi, what should I do? You hear what's going on? A 14-year-old son hit his mother. Imagine. Could you, Mike, could you imagine such a thing? I can't imagine. Crazy. So she says, Rabbi, what should I do? <laughs> he says, tell me what to stop, Mike. Yes, he says, Rabbi, what should I do? So he says like this. He says, really, really, I didn't want to tell him this, but I said, I got to think about it. But really, the really answer is, I asked her, what school do you put him in? She said, I put him in a, like a public school and this. I said, there's the problem. You're stuck in the mud. You got to go from beginning, beginning, where you're first starting to put in your son into yeshiva. You got to make sure you put in the son the best, best atmosphere that he can be. And not a public school. I didn't tell him that. But at the end of the day, that's the, that's the event. A person has to be careful in life. His decisions that he makes in life will affect later on in life. Therefore, when you're making a decision where to put your child in a school, make sure you put them in a top of yeshiva, not just a regular public school. Are you kidding me? This is the lesson that the risk of is teaching you. Any decision that you make, think before. And you don't get stuck in the mud.